Thought I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger. They're all bodies aren't the same. Photoshop, bitty bitty models on magazine covers. Told me I was overweight. I stopped eating. Bouncy, eh? <laughs> itty bitty titty committee. Hey. Hey. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, ready? It's, just, it's kind of cheesy lines again, man. It is cheesy, so it's very like, uh, like body positivity. Yeah. Because basically, what it is, it's a, uh, it's about Victoria. It's called Victoria's Secret by Jax. So she's actually a TikTok creator. So uh. she does like songs on her piano. And I heard this when I was in Tucson. I was like, oh, this is like a boppy, catchy song. Like, Tucson, Arizona. This is where you heard this. This is where I heard this. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, it's called Victoria's Secret. And what it's about is like body positivity and how Victoria's Secret, which sets all these standards. Yeah. Is actually uh, run by a, a guy in Ohio, like that. The CEO is like a guy, so they're saying, "Why are we listening to a guy about women's bodies?" Right? She talks about like thunder thighs and shit. I know Victoria's Secret. She was made up by a dude. No, that's stupid. That's pretty bad. <laughs> no, no, that's stupid. That's so stupid. It's not a guy making it. He just owns the company, right? He's calling the shots, man. Normal human thighs. Anyways, it what the, the, the old, this old man? You're telling me this old man is making all these bras and no, shit? No, my like guy, it's, it's metaphorical. It's, yeah, it is metaphorical. <laughs> no, it's metaphorical. I can't speak the word. <laughs> this guy's trying to strip down the song. Like, no, this is dumb. No, it's not like I, he's making every yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I have so many problems with the song. So you're telling me you're driving in Death Valley, uh, top down in your Mustang, listening to. Victoria's Secret. You're listening to this song. No, actually. So when I was driving uh, with my the roof down. Because I know you so curated sick. a friggin' playlist. Oh, yeah. I did like Blink. A lot of Blink. I did 1975. Oh, nice. Man, it, was, it was sick. It was really sick. <laughs> like the wedding was cool, too. It was like a small wedding. Like there was maybe 30 people there. Although the desert gets cold as shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, at my night. God, does it get cold. At like, night. It was, it was kind of chilly. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, they offered me... Uh, an upgrade. So I'm like, hell yeah. I just hit 800,000. My mm. video at the time hit 10 million. Upgrade this shit. Let's upgrade this. And they gave me a Mustang. And it wasn't like a default one where it's like it's got limiters and no features. Yeah, yeah. This one had everything. So it was like going through the desert. It was kind of cold. But I'm like, I'm a force to this moment. <laughs> I'm going to keep the roof down and just vibe, you know? Was it six stars? You see stars at night? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Man, that's the yeah. dream. Well, because in the desert, there's like... So after, I didn't stay where the wedding was. Yeah. I drove 30 minutes to where, like, my hotel was. Yeah. So I didn't really drink at the wedding just because I knew the drive was pretty dicey. Like, at nighttime, there's no lights. Middle of the desert. That's so beautiful. It was nice, but you're also like, shit, like, you can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the stars were, like, popping. How was the hotel in Bigsby, Arizona? Bisbee. Bisbee. Bigsby. Bigsby sounds like a mix of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does Bisbee. Yeah. <laughs> Bisbee was sick. It was kind of like an, it's like an Italian wild west, man. What the fuck does that mean? It's like a Positano, you know, it's built on the, the yeah, 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 wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it was edge. like, yeah, it was on like a, a valley's wall. But for Southerners. But, but it was like, yeah, you mind copper. <laughs> like it was, it was pretty sick. Like it was fun. Like overall, it was like a really good trip. I finally got to see my place in Austin. Damn. It looks beautiful. But I've ne- so never have I ever done something like this where I signed for a place over FaceTime. Yeah. And then I get the keys after the fact. Like, it was pretty, like, ballsy. Yo, you guys want to hear the bullshit that we're going to go through to, uh, 
called bullshit. It sounds like I'm so hurt. Um, for okay, so Dan's moving to Austin. Yeah, we know this. Amen, brother. Right, we gotta we gotta record a podcast. Right, mm-hmm. so <laughs> because I feel like I'm also very lazy. Okay, I don't want to set up this whole online bullshit. Fucking. I'm here. No, this he's is the there. opposite of lazy. This is the opposite. Of, what you're about to say is opposite of lazy. No, it's doing the most to be lazy. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, you, uh, you understand? Like because because I don't want to set up all this online and I have to friggin' find a software. Dan has to find no, man, a way to like easy. record over that's there and easy. shit. Um, I'm gonna go <laughs> probably once a month to to Austin. This guy, this guy's planning. I mean. This guy's planning to fly to plan. Austin. Yeah, we don't know. This is a plan. He he's trying to he wants to fly to Austin, which is no problem. It's like I'm not gonna have any friends there, so like yeah. no problem. Come anytime. And he wants to record the podcast in person. <laughs> this guy's gonna fly across Yo, the United States. Crush three, four episodes. <laughs> you know, maybe it, chill. It's maybe hang out. I think we'll hang out more. Mm. <laughs> At that point, yeah, you've already come that way. It's like it would be cool to check out spots for sure. Yeah, it would be hilarious if we just do our normal like peace. Like, all right, peace, man. Yeah. <laughs> Props. You just head out the door. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I feel like in the last uh, year or two, I've also been really bad at like saying bye. I'm so bad. Have you ever found my goodbye is awkward? Not once. Not once, eh? No. Every time I say goodbye to people, I'm like, damn, that, was, that shit was awkward. But maybe this past year you've become insecure. Maybe. Because that mm. happens, man. Because like I was just out with friends and I remember leaving thinking, dang, I feel like they hate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like I told some banger jokes. I'm like, why would I think that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I left someone yesterday and I said bye to her and, I, and it was just... It's just an awkward buy. I hate awkward buys because that is the last thing that they see of you. Yeah. And then you have to drive and go, oh, I shouldn't have fucking did it. Yeah. I, I, I fucking bought dinner. I did this. I drove all the way here for an awkward goodbye. Yeah. I hate that shit. My, I was at my gym and I props to high five. You know how awkward <laughs> that shit is? Yeah. I'm already awkward as hell at the gym. And I go to props to high five. Oh, shit. All right. Let's get into it. <clears throat> okay. Today's uh, topic is actually, it's super interesting. I've mm-hmm. not gone through all of these. But we'll talk about this. This is um, weird stories or weird things that hotel staff have found uh, either once people have left the room um, with guests currently in the room. Just really bizarre things that hotel staff had to experience with guests. Yo, shout outs to hotel staff. I'm sure they've seen some shit. Here's what I was thinking, though. I left my New York Yankees hat in Austin. Yeah. Okay. And and in Vegas, I left my AirPods. You got to wonder. You say Vegas. Weird. You've, you've called me every time you Yo, say it. Yo, go back 15 seconds, guys. Go Las back. Vegas. Press. Las Vegas. I don't know. I, 30 seconds ago, you went Vegas. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weird. What, what do you say? It's Vegas. Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. It's not Vegas. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> don't put that shit on. <laughs> do you ever do that? Like when someone... No, you say Vegas like like milk. You know, you no, say Vegas. I don't say milk or rough. Like, I do not you say, say that shit. You say Vegas like it's like a Scottish... Meal, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it's Vegas. Uh, okay, I went to Vegas, yeah. and I I left uh, my AirPods there. Okay, so I've left a number of things in hotels, and you gotta wonder. Yeah, these people come in and they probably find so much stuff. Yeah, and like they probably keep it. I'd, I'd keep it. Don't you think they keep it? I'd keep it. Yeah, AirPods like, and show. Oh yeah, like the amount of AirPods that have just gone to hotel staff. Hundred dollar bills. Well, well, I don't. You just. You just sprawl out $100 bills at the hotel? No, I don't know. Like, you get home from a late night, and then, I don't know, you're tossing and tumbling in your, Possibly. In your bed? Possibly, because when I was in Las goes. Vegas, yeah. I did this <laughs> thing where I shot hundreds everywhere. I don't know why. I don't know it's why. Vegas, I, I get it. I had hundreds, but I, like, I threw them up, like, all in the... Like, Who'd you throw it on? Myself. 
Yeah, nobody. No prostitutes. No. Nothing. You're telling me you, you had a stack of hundreds. That's what you're telling yeah, me. yeah. I don't know. You call me the bullshit. The bullshit. You're telling me you went to Vegas. You had a stack of hundreds, and you made it rain on yourself. Why did I have? And there, there was no prostitute. There's no someone for hire. I don't know. Uh, genuinely, I don't know why I had a stack of hundreds. Sketch. I I don't know. All I remember is throwing it in the in the hotel air. I was filming it. And, th- and like hundreds, like, like you know, they sweep down. They yeah, 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 yeah. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. yeah. And like oh, when it comes to the ground, it could totally sweep under the bed. Yes. Yeah, yeah and it feathers down. Exactly. Yeah, You're so right. It when it feathers down under the bed, yeah. it like, like a with perfect, such force. Perfect shot. And it goes all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I left 100 there. but <clears throat> Okay, let's get into this. Yeah. Number one, okay. <clears throat> this person says, I run a small hotel near an airport. And there was a day early on in my career where a guy checked in, Mm. left a $100 cash deposit, and was in the room for about five hours. He stuck his head into the office five hours after checking in and said, I'm out, see you next time, and (laughs) ran off. Say this again. I'm so sorry. Say this again. Which part? Like the middle part. He, he, what? So he put a $100 cash deposit, okay? And he he goes to his room for about five hours. He then comes back five hours later. Puts his head in the office, goes, I'm out, see you next time, and ran off. Okay. We later found that he had literally cut the bed in half, torn every towel, sheet, what the fuck? blanket, and curtain in half, and spent a good amount of time pulling up the fake wood plastic flooring. And shit wiped all over the bathroom floor, shower, sink, under oh. the sink, uh, on the ceiling. We tore the room apart, and now we use it for storage. <laughs> this is could you imagine psycho ex-boyfriend I'm that, no you. but that sounds like a, like a youtube prankster like let's go to a motel and cut everything in half yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like it, i don't know if that's like, is that a fetish no and, and shit oh no i'm sure he he got hurt uh, i don't know he got he got he got hiv aids from some some <clears throat> oh hold from on the like, girl in that hotel wiping shit on the uh, all over the bathroom the floor shower sink on the ceiling like what's the point and, and like this doesn't make just sense. spiteful people. I mean, he, he could have been a mass shooter. I I say shout outs to him for doing this instead of uh, pulling off a mass shooting. That doesn't. There's no correlation there. No, there is a correlation. There's, there's, He's obviously societally hurt. You know, I, no. Bro, who I, goes to a hotel room and, and, he, and shits on the wall? I'd not, rather and again, man, I'd rather that, him do that. That's man. not the weird part. Yeah. The weird part is he cut everything in half. Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> why do you go to a hotel? Cut yeah. the bed in half. Cut the, like the towels, rips up the rug. Like he went on a rampage. That's what I'm saying. He's a psychopath. It's probably drug fueled because like this is very like. You ever been to Vancouver? You've been to Vancouver. Yeah. You ever go to East Hastings? Yeah. For anybody listening, East Hastings in Vancouver um, is Canadian Skid Row. It, yeah, man. It's like a. Oh, okay. Well, I was just gonna say it was like a third world country. Like it is. It's Skid. Yeah. It is it's a th- next level. Never in my life, and in, in, in Canada, you would never think this. Yeah. But there's people shooting up in the alleyways. There are people sleeping on mattresses. Like, it's not like a homeless thing. It's a homeless and severely addicted community. Yeah. And it's very dangerous at night. So we were doing a shoot there, and I we had to be there at a certain point at 3.30. We had to drive through. Mm. And I drove through. People were chasing people with metal pipes. Like, it was, like, lawless. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> fucked up. But there was people that were, like, coming down. They were, like, tweaking. 
and they were doing this type of behavior, like just destroying shit and like acting very erratic. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. This seems like it would be an erratic thing. What's weird is that this guy just pops in and goes, I'm out, see you next time, and leaves a $100 deposit. <laughs> Shout out, Savannah, I'm telling you. Like, that's not enough for anything, maybe to clean up the shit. One time, my uh, my family left me in Skid Row. They didn't leave me. Okay? No way. They went into the subway. There was like a subway or some shit. They were getting food. In LA? No, and not in Skid Row, in um, East Hastings. Holy shit. Okay. Um, so they all go into the subway. I stay in the rental van. Um, my shit locked. Okay. I was like 13 at the time or 14 or something. Um, and this homeless guy, he comes and he starts like, like knocking, but like in the East Hastings type of knock, not like, <laughs> not, you know, not, not yeah, I, know exactly, I know exactly what it is. And I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, the only way he's going to stop knocking, he obviously sees me. Um, is if I give him some money, okay? So no. I I go into my my thirteen year old jeans, your Velcro wallet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I pull up whatever change I got. I thought the only thing I had a dime, okay? That's all what? I had. Man, who a kid has a dime in their wallet? Actually, every kid. What in, in my pocket? I don't even have a wallet. I just in my, my pocket. So you're looking at the guy going, "Hey, well, just one minute, just one minute, my guy." No, you, I mean he he kept saying, "I was getting scared, man." You know, it's like a pressure cooker in there. Like the more he knocks, the more you're like, "This is this is it." <laughs> if I don't give him this dime. Hold I'm on, do you think a dime is going to cool it off? I didn't. Th I just thought any money, you know, anything is good. You're here all the time. Eh? Anything anything is good, you know. Uh, any amount of money is good. I give him the dime, and then he looks at me, and he puts up the fucking penny that I gave him. I thought it was a dime. It was a penny. Oh. And he's like, a penny? You're going to give me a penny? <laughs> and I was Man, li this is the literal form of beggars can't be choosers. Literally. Wow. And I don't know, he was already psycho, and then um, um, I, I think he just stormed off, which is, I don't know, which is the greatest thing for me. I'd be pissed, too. But then again, it's like, what does he expect? He's, like, razzing a kid. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyways. Um, okay, next one. There was this one guy who stayed at least one night a week, every week, and he always requested the same room. My guy. We thought he yes, was sir. maybe making drug deals or something, so we searched the room after he checked out one day. Turns out he was hiding a blow-up doll under the mattresses. He threw it away, and he would only come back after, after once after that. I kind of felt bad for him. Oh, he keeps he keeps a blow-up doll yeah. in that same room. So it's kind of like again, like yeah, that is home potentially. Yeah, <laughs> potentially he was like in a marriage. He would go to the hotel, sl like slam his blow, nights, yeah. slam his blow-up doll. Yeah. And then hide it back under the bed. It's blow up Sundays. Every every <laughs> given Sunday. <laughs> Any given Sunday. Blow up Sundays. <laughs> All right, honey, I'm going to go watch football. <laughs> With the guys. Really, the doll's name is football? <laughs> she smells latex on her. <laughs> honey, what is that? Uh, that's I mean, this is That story alone is sort of what I was expecting here. Yeah, yeah. Like I a lot like of... They see a lot of this shit. Like sort of shame-ridden um, acts of... Sex. sex, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you think about, the, like, a hotel, if you're not using it as a temporary place to stay, which is what you should be, or yeah. not should be, but, like, it is, um, you're using it as a place to get away and have your own space temporarily. That's essentially what a hotel mm. is. It's a temporary space that you sort of occupy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people probably bring a lot of bizarre... Sexual shit. Sides of them, yeah. It comes out in those places. Yo. I, I was thinking, man, do you ever wonder... One, how many people stayed in the same room as you? But, like, if anyone's died at that hotel. I wasn't thinking death, but while you were just saying the story, I was thinking of, uh, so I, you know, with my job, I go to a lot of hotels and shit. Uh, so, okay, this is so weird. I go to shisha spots, 
Yeah. yeah. Lots of shisha spots around the world, okay? And shout outs to the Arab, the, the Arabs, the cleanest people on earth, okay? They give you disposable, like, shisha heads, mm. like uh, shisha hoses. So you know you're the only person that's ever sucked from that hose, okay? Right. I feel like hotels should have some sort of way to say, like, hey, man, this was certified, cleaned for you today. Because how do I know they didn't reuse well, that no, some, fucking comforter? So some, no, first off, the comforter is reused. Oh. Have you ever held a black... Man, watch any, like, date... Oh, my God. Watch any Dateline thing. This this bothers me so much. <laughs> this, is also, this is like every Qatar World Cup fucking promo. What the hell is going this, on? I feel like this is what the, the Qatar airport plays when you get off. <laughs> Just very stereotypical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Qatar. I'm <laughs> uh, So, first off, uh, any, like, Dateline episode... And they've done, like, um... Like investigative journalism yeah. where they'll go into a hotel room after they've supposedly cleaned it and they'll go with a black light. And a lot of places that they don't clean, okay, is the uh, bathroom countertop uh, and the uh, comforters are always reused. Oh so that's God. why the first thing you should do when you get into a hotel, strip that comforter off because that shit's probably covered in God knows what. In, in blow up sex doll. Yeah, man. Especially the ones that are like, you know, like the vinyl ones that are like, kind of like silky and like flower. The blow up dolls or the no, comforters? The comforters. <laughs> the comforters. It's just <laughs> gross. Like, <laughs> yeah. But with some, I have been in hotels where they have like a, like sort of like a sticker or like, like this room has been cleaned by. I know, but what part of the room, bro? Like, you know, like I like, I, I, I genuinely like when they have like a disposable plastic cup in a wrap. So, so let me get I this guess. straight. You want this to have like some sort of peel back paper sheeting where you just go. Yeah, like or like you know, or like at least a little sticker, which is like, "Hey, we we cleaned this comforter for you on this date." You know, I think since COVID, they've done a lot of that stuff, like with the date, like this, bullshit, like air, airport, bullshit. airport You're bathrooms. Me some seventeen-year-old kid is going to get all the comforters and putting oh, it man, in the again. In comforters the, are not getting cleaned. The, the, how the how you gonna call are. it a comforter? The sheets are. It's the one problem I have. It's not called a clean comforter. Fuck. <laughs> Okay, Damn. next one. Uh, let's stick with this music. Nah, this one's better. Okay. A man comes in with a luggage trolley of boxes and a VCR. Within 30 minutes, multiple noise complaints of vulgar sounds coming from the room. Multiple unanswered warning calls to the room. So I call the police. Yep. They get there pretty quick and we go up to the room. This is bizarre already, okay? Um, noise is not discernible. Knocks go unanswered. I open the room up. VCR is plugged in. Porn is on the TV, now muted, with piles of VHS porn tapes, 15 to 20 total, we know around this. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple sex toys and lube spread around the room. Yes, sir. No sign of the guy. Leave the room as it is until morning. Check on the room in the morning. No sign he's been back. So basically what they're saying is that this guy came, covered the entire came room came, yeah. in sex toys and porn movies, and then checked out right away. Yes, sir. And what again, what they're not telling us, you know, fucking put yourself on blast. You also didn't clean that comforter that night. I, no, why would he clean it that night? They don't have anyone going in in the morning. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's my, my thinking with this, okay? I'm assuming this guy went there with an intention with probably somebody. Yeah. And then maybe went to their place or, or something. Because I don't, again, I, for like a, a weird fetish or a kink, usually... There's got to be uh, some sort of reaction or closure. They got to see it happen. They got to mm. experience whatever. But to leave it there and then leave, you can't blue balls yourself. They're not getting the satisfaction of someone seeing that, finding that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the closure to that? 
you know? No, I think a lot of people, like, that is their closure. Like, they don't really have to see it. They just, they just imagine it. it. Yeah, that's what it. What a waste of money. And VHS, yeah, and VCR. And shit. Like, a VCR porn, like, all the toys. Like, that would be an expensive fetish, yeah, like, man. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Okay, next one. Um, I want murder. Give me murder. Uh, yeah. uh, can I get murder for 500 We'll see. I don't know. If, I think these are just weird things, not yeah, yeah. deathly things. There is a whole category in deathly things. We had a... Oh, that would... Actually, yeah. Uh, we had a guest. We ended up calling Pie Guy. Pie Guy. He would come into the hotel with... And a, come in the pie. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not stopping this because of you. <laughs> I gotta get a... Let's let's get a creepy song. Just to like... For Pie Guy? For Pie Guy. What do I think happened? Uh, pie Guy. Um, yeah, no. I, I had nothing for Pie okay. Guy. Okay. So they called him Pie Guy. He would come into the hotel without a reservation, pay in cash... Plus the one hundred dollar cash deposit, mm-hmm. and the next day we would find his bathroom and bathtub full of the remains of several expensive pies. I thought this was going to be murdery. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> pies. He never came to the desk for his deposit, as he knew he wouldn't be getting it back. First off, why? Anyways, is this all in America? America does this shit. We added his name to our do not rent list, but he kept coming back and using different names. One time, we found a torn-up list in his room with the words pie and pants scribbled over and over again. Go ahead and try to create a scenario where this would make sense. Uh, I'm so, uh, um. You can't, man. First off, okay, um, why would he not get his $100 deposit back? Okay. First of all, this is Ohio. 100%. <laughs> I, I imagine all of these are Ohio. <laughs> Right? This is... Yeah. I'm just trying to... Yeah, you know I got to get a setting for this to make up a story here. Um, Ohio. Um, oh, fuck. You can't, man. This doesn't make sense. Like, I for, I don't understand. Okay, so this guy just Coconut leaves... Coconut cream pie. This guy leaves stuff in the bathroom. Yeah. Like in the bathtub. Bathtub. You know how easy it is to clean that? Just turn the shower on. Why Why would he not get his cash deposit back? I thought that was a damage deposit. I, I, this whole time you're talking, I'm just imagining myself in a bathtub with pies around me like bathing in pies this is very weird a lot of these feel like fever dreams like they found a torn up list in the room with the words pie and pants scribbled over and over again yeah it sounds like a 90s rap album yeah it's very sketchy anyway next one here we go when i was staying at the hotel i hear a knock at the door Mm. i look out the people and i see a guy holding a stack of towels i ask who it was and he said he was with housekeeping delivering linens. But he wasn't wearing a name tag or the hotel uniform. Oh, this is a song for this guy. Oh, this is murder. Come on. So I didn't open the door. Come on. And just yelled through it that we didn't need any. Yeah. And he left. At the time, I just assumed he got the room number wrong. The next day I spotted him checking out. He did not work there. He was there with his family. Ooh, first of all, selfish motherfucker, this guy. Man, this feels like murder vibes. This is murder vibes, okay? And this person, uh, like, saw this guy come through to the thing, didn't report it. That's what you're telling me? He didn't report it. He didn't say shit. Would you? If you just thought they got the room number wrong? Yeah, I'd be like, this is, yeah, there's a guy, like, No, no, it wasn't of concern at the time. They just thought they, they just thought, oh, no. Oh, fair. I see what you're saying. So here's the thing, though. I saw a TikTok recently of a girl at a hotel. She was videoing this. Mm. She was at her hotel room and a guy kept coming to the door saying, open up. Like, this is so-and-so. Open up. Yeah. 
uh, your car alarms going off in the parking lot, open up, and, and he was trying to get in the room, right? Yeah. Trying everything. And so she calls the front desk, who it's him. It was a really small hotel. And the guy's like, we need to talk to you, ma'am. Can you please come to the front desk? You, like, we need you, you here. She's like, I'm not coming to the front desk. Tell me now. And this guy wouldn't, he was like relentless with it. He's like, you got to come out of the room and we got to see you. So eventually she called, she was there for like a meeting, like a brand deal. Yeah. She called the client and the client drove all the way over and took her to a new hotel. And this guy was, I don't know what his plan was, but it, he was trying to get her out, out of the room, which was, it was really creepy to see. Do you ever wonder walking in a busy city and you've been to a lot of cities around the world. Mm. If you've walked past someone that's killed somebody. Oh, I've, I've wondered that. Probably 100%, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Easily. And then my next question is, do you wonder if you've walked past someone who was going to do it soon? And f oh, I would love to know that stat. You know? Like, I would love for, like, this, like, little system that's like, hey, you know, like, um, what's it called? Like, uh, find my iPhone or some shit? It's like, hey. Well, they have that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you walk by that, we need oh, we not, need like a find Mike, find this killer, and it's like, hey, you walked oh past this guy seven days ago. Oh, like like a dating app. Like, what was it? What was that dating app? Uh, happen. Oh, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like if you turn your it's GPS like, on, yeah, you guys cross paths. Yeah. Seven days ago, and I'm like, ah, oh, I knew it, that motherfucker. So here's the stat to answer your question. Yeah. How many murders will you walk past? Okay. So uh, thirteen in your life. They factor everything. The average lifespan in the U.S. is seventy-eight years. Mm -hmm. The rate of murderers in 2013 was 4.5 murders per murderers per million per 100,000. Crazy, yes. <laughs> yeah, <states>. Or 14,000 <laughs> estimated in total. The population of the U.S. was around 320 million yeah. at the time. So one third of murderers go unsolved. One third of murders go unsolved. So they go through all of the math, okay? I just want the answer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing their work. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, thirteen. I, I'm telling you, it's, the number is thirteen. Easily, either thirteen or forty-two. Okay, here the average American meet. Oh my god! Well, hold on, America's different. This we, is fucked up. Man. America's different. The so average, divide by ten wherever you live. If the, you live outside, the average American uh -huh. meets seven hundred and seventeen thousand people throughout their lives, of which ten are likely to have be unapprehended murderers. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, so you've probably... Oh, okay, so this is a lifetime. It's easily you've walked by them. Uh, you, they're saying you... 717,000, Dan. I know, but the, the math is a little wonky. They're, they're basically saying that Are you... you physicists now? You only see or walk past 26 new people per day. I mean, on average. Because oh, yeah, yeah, there are some days you don't walk past anybody, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. So on average, they're saying that. And so with the calculations of you technically meeting and walking past 700,000 people in your life, 10 of those people are unapprehended murderers. Oh, okay. Wait, no, that's a good number. Yeah, 10. Not yeah, 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 yeah. I thought 717,000 murders. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Man, that'd be a scary place. Okay, so I was close with the 13. 10? Yeah. Not bad? Yeah. That, uh, that's the states, man. God damn. No, but the states gets ragged on like that only because it's they population. Do. I hate it, man. Like, I've told so many people I'm moving to the States, and they all get, oh, you got to live in the States. I'm like, you don't realize. Like, I love Canada. Yeah, yeah. But Canada is very much sort of like an arts and crafts version in a lot of ways. <laughs> what is that mean? <clears throat> like, like we have smaller budgets. We get, yes. like, less opportunity. Our events, like, we have the CFL, which is, like, a fraction of what the <laughs> yeah, NFL yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. everything here is small, and it's only because we've got a tiny population. It's the kids' meal of, 
of America. It's it's mini. So when people shit on the states, I get it, but their population is like in ten times more. Is it ten times? Yeah, yeah ten times more. Yeah. So you got to understand, there's gonna be any issue we have in such a small amount is gonna ten be times. expanded ten times. Yeah. I mean, their gun shit is fucked up. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, like they've got their problems. Um, but regardless, anyway. Hmm. I imagine though a lot of these are probably in the states. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next one. This yeah, this shit is not happening in Denmark hotels. No, you know. Eh, well. Denmark kind of gives that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's like, like a kinky. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the fucking leather. If there's leather shit, it's, we'll say yeah. Denmark. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, an older woman checked in and thought her room was bugged by the CIA. Mm-hmm. She kept asking me if I could find a way to remove her mirror in her room because she heard noises coming from behind it. Wanted to know who the people staying in the rooms above and below her were and where they worked. She also freaked out when someone at the front desk and uh, oh, this, called. This happened in Los Angeles, let me tell you. And kept ca- kept asking me who it was. Yeah, yeah, this is some entitled L.A. Oh, I doubt, man, I think LA this lady. is uh, paranoia. This could easily be paranoia. You know, we see a lot of TikToks of like this whole like two-way mirror bullshit. Yeah, I what know. What the hell? What they say... Why do people get so paranoid about that shit? So what they say is you have to put your finger... On the mirror. Yeah. And if your finger is not touching itself, yeah. it's a two-way mirror. Is this actually true or we're just bullshit? Or, no. Yeah, yeah, or the other way, or, right? Or if, you, or if your finger does connect. I think yeah. I think there's supposed to be a space. So this is my problem. Everyone's going to forget this shit if it connects or doesn't connect. Yeah, yeah. And either way, we're going to be paranoid. Well, you also have to think. Like, just look, think with the blueprint, okay? Yeah. When you check into a hotel room, most of the time, it's the, the first room on your right or left is the bathroom, right? There's 100%. like a door, right? Yes. It's pretty cliche. Think about what's on the other side of that wall. The hallway, which you just walked past. You think someone's going to squeeze in and stand behind the mirror? Or someone else's bathroom. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Do you understand what I'm saying? So so picture you... You know, I've put the mirror on the other side. Yeah, yeah that's, you, what you yeah, okay. that's what you've done. Yeah, so I walk into the door. Walk in the door. I look right, there's a washroom. You, there's a door. So you walk, you can look straight, and there's a bed, the TV. Oh, think yeah. of the most classic hotel. Yeah, yeah. On the right, there's a door. You open it up, and on the right, when you walk into that room is the bathroom sink. And the yep. left is the shower. And then on the other side of that wall is like the rest of the room. Uh, so on the other side of that mirror is the hallway. So unless the person is paper thin. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What I, what I'm, the rooms I see, you walk in, right to the right, there's a door. There's a door for the washroom. Yes, okay. okay? And yeah. you walk through that door. Yeah, yeah, thank you for closing your eyes, guys. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. You open that door and in, right in front of you is the mirror and the sink. Oh, weird. No. Right? And no, then... The toilet is always there. And then to the right is, is the, the bathtub. Ba- no, left. Crazy. Wild. Anyways. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, a businessman would lay out... Like, Sorry, I'm not finished, okay? Oh. And then, so what? Mm-hmm. So someone is like on the other side and jerking off to you? Who gives a shit? No. No, exactly. No, so who listen, cares about two ways mirrors? If it's CIA, they're, they're doing it... Look, I, I agree with this, okay? Yeah. A lot of people have this fear that they're being... Jerks uh, off to. No, like spied on or their data is being stolen. And I'm just like, I just wish they would step back and say, why you? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would the CIA invest all this money in agents and secret rooms to get your data that you're just watching, I don't know, amateur porn? Like, yeah. And I, then I, the I never CIA is being taken down by a TikToker who put a finger to the mirror. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, I've never understood that. Like, well, why people freak out and go, no, you're not. Uh, we need sensors. Cover your camera. I'm like, Bro, like you're not that yes. needed, right? And, and if I want to find out about you, I can find out about you. Yeah. But also it's like, 
Okay, so they're going to take your advertising data. They're going to sell your data. So what? To, to, and do what with it? it it's kind of really convenient. Like, you know? yeah, if you are someone of status or power, yeah, I could see that being a threat. Yeah. But if you work at fucking, like, Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no status or power, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> like, seriously, it all comes down to there's got to be a reason why they would want it. Yeah. Right? Sure, they could sell it and make money, and then you get spanned with ads, but don't make it seem like it's a life or death thing, that like you're protecting yourself. Like, come on. Yeah, you're putting green tape on your phones and I always, shit. Yeah, I always look at people, I'm like, really? Like, you're that? The audacity you have to think that you are the chosen one? Yeah. But, but then again, like, I think, I know, like, schizophrenia, a big part of that is paranoia, where you, you do think people are spying on you. Like, the birds are have cameras in them. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a real thing. So, this very much could be a mental condition that this woman has. It's not controlled. And I also realize that I've, um, I've been blackmailed with my nude videos. And it was a devastating time for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. You <laughs> so have been. I'm really not one speaking. Oh, my God, God. Okay, here's a short I should have put a tape on that phone. <laughs> a businessman would lay out like 20 plus nude Polaroid selfies on his bed before he went to work. Jeffrey Dahmer, let's get it. Management didn't discover it until we had to evacuate everyone during a fire alarm. Mm. Housekeeping never said anything all the time he stayed at our hotel. Oh. I guess not, right? If they're coming in to clean the room, you got to respect the, the the guests' privacy. You're right. You can't go in there and, like, that's their space, technically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw a nude photo. Well, that's, you know, I'm you not going to tell anyone. Like, man, like a decade ago, two decades ago, you'd have to get your photos processed at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that authenticated these people was they'd wear, like, a lab coat. <laughs> Fuck. But realistically, these are, like, snotty-ass 17-year-old kids yeah, 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 yeah. going through all of your personal family vacation photos. And, I, like, I've heard that there's... Tons of nudes that they used to see. Oh, shit. Because all you have to do is sit in the machine, and it has it scans the roll. The, the photos, and they develop it. The photos pop up. <laughs> Fuck. You imagine then, then you come to get it, and they've seen your D. That's such a fun job, because I'd, I'd be telling all my friends about it. I'd just be looking at every photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's like the inner workings of a Facebook page. Especially in a small town, because everyone knows each other. True. Like, we're in a big town. Okay, fair. You know, no one will know you saw my pictures or whatever. Yeah. But if you're in a small town, oof. Yeah. In Bigsby, Bisbee, Arizona. Imagine. You're like, yo, this guy has a big dick. You know all the nude, all yeah, the yeah. nudies? <laughs> uh, here we go. Our guest requested room service to bring her some food. When the room door opened, she was wearing a full-body bunny pajama costume. Yes, sir. Ears and all. Mm-hmm. She asked to wait a little, went on the other side of the room, came hopping, <laughs> oh, came hopping, and took the plate with both hands together like a bunny would do. She said, thanks. Hopped around to leave the plate in the room and back to close the door. Yeah, this might have happened in Japan. I genuinely, like, when I'm reading these, I'm genuinely putting myself in the hotel staff's shoes. Yeah. And a part of me would be like, instantly, I'm texting my buddies. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. what the fuck? This girl just hopped. I think if I worked that job, I would always put, like, my camera on. Because yeah. I need to prove this to my buddies. Yeah, like a little GoPro on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd need to prove this shit. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I've always wondered, like, someone should, we should do this, man. We should interview a hotel staff member of a long time. Mm. And just see, like, hey, can you tell us, like, what is some stuff that you found or seen? Because there was a trend going around for a while where when you would check out of your room, you would roll up the sheets yeah. and then tape it so it looks like it's a dead body. Oh, so it looks like, like as a, a prank. Yeah, as a prank. And I remember thinking, this has got to be awful. Like, 
potentially traumatizing for a hotel staff member to walk in thinking that's a body. Yeah, it's a, this is a shitty job. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, working hotels, for sure, no chance. And you're dealing with, like, the epitome of bullshit guests. Just bullshit, yes, because just bullshit. They're trying to make it their own home, and with that, they're going to try to have, like, a, oh, I need this, I need that, and can you do this, change oh, God. that. And on top of that, you got a whole day's worth of travel. Oh, God. I, and, and, and just, like, the selfishness. You know, like, I, okay, working on a plane, I already feel like shit when someone tells me, yo, can I get a coffee? Okay, I come. You you ding the you ding the bell. I come to you. And you're mm. like, hey, can I get a coffee? Mm. Okay, and I'm like, how do you want it? Black? Okay, black. I make yeah. some black coffee. I go to the back. I make a freaking black coffee. I come back mm-hmm. to the person, and then like, oh, can I get some cream and sugar? Okay, then it's not black, is it? Okay, I want to murder you. It's fine. <laughs> All right, and then, and then I come back with the cream and sugar, and then the yeah. person next to them now wants a freaking coffee. Same bullshit. Now imagine that with hotels, and you got to go up floors and down floors and. All this bullshit. Right. No. If you guys, I, I, this is actual mass murder. A hundred percent. But then again, you're actively choosing to be in that field. Of course. So like any customer But you're service. also actively choosing to be a selfish prick. No, but at one point, this person wanted a coffee. Yeah. Right? And then they, then when you brought the coffee. Black. They only have one chance at it? No. Well, just, you're like the, the soup. Not not so. No, no, no. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. No coffee for you. Yeah. <laughs> no coffee for you. You didn't have anything ready. No. All I'm saying is like, you know, just tell me how you want the milks and sugars. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I like my job. I love my job. Okay. But imagine that with a hotel. I don't know if you do. I don't know if you do because man, no, no. If we go back to the start of this podcast, yeah. you used to be like, days are numbered. Days are numbered. Yeah, I'm going to be leaving soon. Yeah, yeah. I was here for a good time, not a long time. You, you used to always say that. Well, like, it keeps getting better. And this guy. I genuinely don't know if you love the job or if it's like you just do the job. Um, uh, the honest answer is, or if it cycles. Yeah, let's say let's say we got to walk. Let, let's say we got to go to like something down the street. You know, like five uh, ten minute walk. Okay. Yeah. Or a two minute drive. Yeah. Okay. We'd be like, you know, it's like it's so it's so close that you can walk it, but it's so much easier if you just drive. But then you got to park and ah, shit, you know? Okay. So th- there are some jobs like this in life. And let this be a lesson to everyone here, okay? There's a lot of jobs like this in your life when quitting, it, it's like it's just good enough. Like right. this job is just good enough. But you shouldn't make it. You should make it best, man. Like you realize how much of your life you're investing in. And I don't think it's bad, though, because you're getting yeah. to see the world. Yeah, yeah. And that like, benefits. The only thing that makes it so good. I want to rant. Like not rant, but I want to say flight attendants. Yeah. Uh, are up there for me as some of the most annoying. Yeah. yeah. And and the reason I say that is it's not every flight attendant, but the ones that have made it like they're a superhero, yeah, like yeah, a part yeah. of an exclusive group and you just wouldn't understand. <laughs> I fucking hate that. The amount of times I come across a TikTok where it's like, here's the day in the life of a flight attendant, went and met my staff, went into the galley, had a coffee. Like, like and then they, they all walk together and they... And they only understand each other. I'm like, no, stop this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're serving peanuts. Like I, you are needed. There's yes. no, I'm not saying you're needed. Yeah. But don't act like you're a doctor. Yeah, yeah. When you're a flight attendant, it's yeah. very different. It's true. When shit comes to shit, you are doctor. However, you're right. Ninety nine percent of the time, I am serving orange juice, right? And I, I I've dropped my but they, ego. They on just that. have this like this like sticking their nose up to everybody attitude. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care if this is your plane or you've flown 10 times. I don't but, but, but can you see the other side of it, which is like... I, also, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the job. Uh, the selfishness of 400... Not selfishness, but like 
you know, if, if someone says, hey, can you put up this, uh, this bag for me, you know? Man, I, I'm telling you right now. Times I, 100 bags? F that, man. I, don't I respect them. I respect them. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Like, the, the, the stuff you guys have to deal with with the everyday citizen, no chance. I've seen people on planes. They, oh, hold the on, pettiness. Hold on, hold on. This is driving away from the point, which is all I'm saying is, like, there, that's, that's enough BS for me. Imagine working in a hotel, okay? Imagine, for me, I don't, okay, I clean up someone's food, fine. Imagine working in a hotel and you go and you pick up someone's comforter and there's jizz on it and shit. I'll be like, F that, man. That is a hard job. I'm, I'm telling you. like, It's uh, a shitty job. It's, it's, there's, there's hard jobs and there's shitty jobs and then there's some that are both. Yeah. And I think <laughs> hotel cleaning um, is probably, I mean, they probably have a system where they like, you know, okay, we're going to start with the garbage cans. We're going to do the bed and they can get in and out in 30 minutes, right? Yeah, put on a podcast. Man, when I was in Austin, I was staying at a hotel and I've never heard louder louder cleaning in my life banging shit around doors slamming i'm like holy shit like you don't want to be at the hotel between 12 and 4 because that's when there's cleaning hour yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they've let the tasmanian devil through it's just like bang 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 i'm like man such a hard job every day you're shaking hands with the devil you walk in you're like please no shit on the floor please don't shit on the floor because yeah it's yeah and there you go ohio lets you down again it's like respect to cl- hotel cleaners but um but you're no superheroes. Tell them. No, 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 not cleaners. Tell them, Dan. Flight attendants. Tell them, Dan. Flight attendants have this air about them that they think they're pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you're not a pilot. Also, also, maybe pilots also have this air about them. But they've earned that shit. Just like auto autopilot. Autopilot. I think so. Every time someone sees that. Also, influencers have this air about everyone has an air about them. In some capacity, you're right. Like everyone does. Uh but right now we're fighting we're fighting pilots. Play attendance, yeah, play, yeah. We're gonna fight. Play attendance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only because like I know when I get a good one that like, they're really nice, really sweet. Like I had a great one flying back from Austin. Yeah. So I flew with my carry on, mm. and what happened was I was in zone three, mm. and everyone took all the ups. Like some people, they nest on the plane. They yeah. take their jacket off, their backpack, their carry on. They just take the whole upper compartment. And I'm like, bitch, this is for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't take it all for you. So someone did that. And so I had to put mine like probably 10, 15 rows behind my seat, which means behind. Oh, that's bad. Bad for me. Bad for you. Yeah. Yeah, because then you got to swim upstream like a salmon. So when I'm trying to get off the plane, I got to wait for all those rows to clear. Crazy. Before getting back there. So middle of the flight, I get up and I go to the flight attendant um, and I ask, I said, hey, look, my bag is here. My seat's way up there. I see an open spot in first class. Can I put my bag there? Yeah. She goes, okay, well, let's check, sir. And she went and did it all, organized. She's like, there you go. Is there anything else you need? I was like, wow. Love that. Like, Superhero, great. I'd say. <laughs> Save the day. <laughs> okay, yeah, there are super. I, I guess what I'm picking on is the younger ones. <clears throat> the guys. Yeah, yeah no, <clears throat> in, in every job, there's like those entitled people. The ones that, that just started? They think, yeah, they think they're like heart surgeons. Yeah, like I, world I travelers, yeah. you know? And it's like, no, I just wanted orange juice. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get those people too. All right, I think there's one more here. Mm. I've spent a lot of time working at a religious retreat, a bit like a hotel, which is accommodation for 200 people. A sweet elderly lady, couple, sorry, a sweet elderly couple checked in, stayed three days, and then after they checked out, we discovered that one of them had taken a dump in the drawer of one of the nightstands. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why? 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 I think with a lot of these, what of all the of all the ones, this is the most logical one. They're just a sweet elderly couple, bro. Give me a situation where you would need to take a shit. Yeah, I'm on the verge of dementia, and I don't know 
if this is a toilet or, or a nightstand. Well, and I pull out the door and I, I one time when I was eight years old, okay, I went to, I, I woke up in the morning and, and I went to take a piss, okay? But the piss I took was I went into the kitchen where my grandma was and I opened the, uh, uh, I opened the cabinet where the toilet, not the toilet, where the, uh, the garbage is. Yes. You know that cabinet under the sink where yeah. the, like, the garbage is attached to it? I opened that cabinet and I started taking a piss into the garbage <laughs> bin. Oh my God, garbage bin? Yeah, into okay. the garbage yeah, bin. Yeah, okay. While my grandma was was there, like, like what the fuck? She were was you, held hostage. Were you half awake though? No, I was like, yeah, probably like half awake, sleepwalking type shit. So you didn't know what you were doing? No, I didn't know what I'm doing. And I feel like this elderly, sweet no, but, elderly couple at this okay. religious retreat probably did the same thing. Maybe, but like, think about this, okay? When have you ever had to pull out a toilet? Because they had to pull out the drawer, you know what I mean? Like, I could yeah. see, like, I could see it because it's at, it's at toilet height. Mm. And it's sort of the same. Once the drawer is out, it's sort of the same, right? You kind of sit, your feet dangle. I, I, I hate to bring up the mental health because I feel like this is like a... a, a Cop out? A Trump, a Trump card, mm. you know? But dementia is one hell of a thing, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You don't think in 60 years, 80 years from now, you're going to, you're going to be pulling, you're going to be pulling out some nightstand drawer? And taking a shit. Genuinely, I don't Gidgen's know. Bible, you, you know what's so really bad. interesting about that thought <laughs> is up until for me personally, when I when I turned thirty, is yeah. when I was able to see a lifetime. When before that, you think you're going to be, you don't young actually. I, I don't think you have the ability to see that you will be old one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely, you have that forever young. You're right. Under thirty, you're forever. It's, young. It's a very weird phenomenon in your head where the things that used to bother me, thankfully, don't anymore, and it literally was. A day of going from 29 to 30. Yeah. This move I'm making to Austin is, it can be really intimidating to people. I know nobody in that city. I have no work in that city. Oof. I'm taking on more financial stress yeah. by doing this. Taxes. No, I mean, less taxes there, but like I'm, I'm having to yeah. pay for the place, right? So I have all that, but not once have I felt anxious about it. And I think a part of that is because I, I know like your days are numbered. Um, and, and as you, like in your thirties, it's sort of like, you got to start a family, you know, yeah. it's like, I'm like, shit. It's the most brutal thought, man. The days are numbered. It is a brutal thought, but, but it's, it's oddly so motivating. It lights a fire, but I just remember being in my twenties. Not once did I ever picture myself as an old man. Yeah. Like, can, can you see yourself as an old man? Like, look at, go to the bank and be stand behind an old guy. Uh -huh. Just think that that guy was once your age. It's like, it's very difficult for your brain to do that. With hopes, ambitions, and dreams that he didn't fulfill or he did fulfill or whatever. Yeah. Crazy. I, 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 I think about myself as an old person, hoping, hoping, hoping that I would still have this young mentality. This is my, yeah, one to, of my I biggest mean, hopes. To for, some capacity, for, for sure. For sure, I think you can maintain that. I just think, I, I look at people, and I think a lot of people, and not from a self-centered point of view a lot of us think that the world sort of started when we were born yeah not like not in a very logical like um concrete way i mean like we don't think about we know history but we don't think about these people that were once our age when i see an old person on the street i still struggle with the ability to say they were once young and this sounds so stupid but like no it's a, yeah it's a, like an empathy exercise like my my mind has a really tough time like taking them and, and evolving them downwards yes and it's the same way with me evolving me upwards. Mm -hmm. Dan, as a 45-year-old, man, that just I've never been able to fit that or see that. Because I'm still, I'm still like a youthful spirit. Yeah, I think like if you become like a parent, I think then you start seeing your parents in the same way you saw. 
I think you, know, that, you can yeah, young that's, them down. That's a big evolution is once you realize your parents are people. And I did that years ago. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like No, it's true. Like usually it's like at like 14, 15. You're like, oh shit. Oh, oh, mine was later. Oh, later? And you're like, oh shit, they go through real problems too. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been hiding it this whole time. Yeah. Or like yeah, or they they don't have the answers to everything. Or they Oof. like their advice is is skewed to their way of living, yes. right? I think when you're growing up as a kid, your parents are the be all end all of everything in your life. When yeah. you eat, what you eat, where you go for vacation, your life is very much run by them. Yeah. Uh, which is why if someone grows up with issues, it does fall on the parents because you're so much in charge yes. of this person's schedule. And then once the person grows up and you realize, wait a minute, I look at my parents now still as my parents and that role is, is a unique one. Yeah. But I don't view them as like, well, they God. said this and they said that, you know, yeah. Yeah, like the, the yeah. decision maker. Yeah, because they were the truth back then. You know, they, they say some shit and you're like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're definitely right. Like political views. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we hate that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hate yes, him. FM. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a really interesting thought that I had like at airports I've noticed this. Like think about all the people in an airport. Yeah. That just walk by you or rushing to get on a plane. Murderers. Murderers or like people on the plane that you'll never see again. I mean, you probably see this a ton. You you are a flight attendant for people's first flights, yeah. potentially their last flights. You know, like like there's a lot of weird things going on. Life interactions that you're experiencing that I don't think a lot of us think about on the day to day. Yeah, uh, and I think it's easier to see it on a plane because it's just like okay, new set of four hundred people, a new set of four hundred people. But this, yeah, this happens to you to everyone's life all the time. It does all the time. All the time. It's it's such a, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's beautiful. It is beautiful, but it, it can also be, when your imagination runs with it, intimidating. Right? Why? Like, I don't know. Like, just, I don't know. I think just, like, picturing yourself in a place that you cannot picture yourself is a weird thing when your brain can't process it. Yeah. I can't, like, can you process Amar shitting in a drawer at 75? Actually, try yeah, I, I don't know why, man. But I, you can picture Amar now doing that. No, because I just imagine eight-year-old eight year me fucking pulling out that thing and, and shitting in it. But the, So know? I heard this this pretty sad thing. Okay, so like old people, um, I don't know where I heard this, but when someone was passing away or dying, they yeah. said that they don't feel, oh, someone was telling me this, that the world is theirs anymore. Like they, they, they've outgrown society. Well, what? So when you're born, okay, so we are born in the 90s. When you're born in the 90s and you grow up and everyone is sort of, oh, yeah, we, we had the Backstreet Boys. We, there's going to be a, come a time in our life, maybe 30 years from now, where the average person won't even know who the Backstreet Boys are or won't even know, like, 90s stuff. And then you're going to start to think, wait, and you're going to start to feel misplaced in the world. Yeah, and I've yeah. heard that, like, older people, as they're about to pass on, the reason why it's, it's less of a traumatic experience is because they genuinely feel like they've outgrown... The uh, world. Yeah, yeah. They like no the longer world, fit in. They've left the world behind. The world has left them behind. Yeah. Vice versa, all this shit. Because new stuff came in and, and they're still from the, I don't know, 30s. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be. Aging uh, is weird. Aging, death, coming. Yo, I need death to die is, any minute. Death That's is wild. weird, too. I think that, like, yeah, we, we talked about it, like interviewing, like, a. Per, like a a really old person. Yeah. That, what, one that's open to talking about death. Because that open. would be such a grim thing. Like, hey, do you want to come and... Talk about your impending death. Well, because think about it. Like, if they're like, let's say 80, yeah. they're already past the average lifespan. And you got to say, 
Like you, you, my, I'm in the bonus now. Yeah, but also like think oh, a question would be like, what are you going to do in ten years? And th- their answer is probably like, not be alive. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a problem for all of us because we all think we're going to live to eighty. Okay, so we're going to retire at sixty, sixty-five, mm-hmm. and then we're going to think, okay, we're just going to spend our time chilling. But I really think a lot of us are going to die at one hundred, one twenty. Wow. Maybe even beyond. No, no chance. <clears throat> I really do think so. Interesting. Why? Uh, no matter what your political views on the vaccine and how you're going to die. You think it's technology? Just technology and like medicine and all this. Okay, now watch this. If you retire at 60 and you die at 100, yeah. yo, you got 40 years. Of that's, the, yeah, but that's 40 you years. You could have done another whole career. That, no, no, no. But... but you're, I'm not talking about lifespan. I'm talking about health span. I'm talking about like a healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, I want a healthy 100 year old. Oh, oh, healthy. I think you're gonna be a healthy 100 year old because you start to deteriorate after 35. I think, or I mean 30. <laughs> Everything starts to go downhill. Like yeah, your yeah, muscles, your memory, testosterone, all it, this shit. Like all that. So by the time you're 60, you're you're sort of depleted by a lot of that sharpness. Yeah. So to do another career at four, like. Companies wouldn't want that because your back is going to give out. You're going to be injured. You know? I know you wouldn't want that, but like, let's say if you're at six, uh, you know, you think your days are ending at 80 and then you're just living day by day thinking you're going to die any minute for another 40 years to 120. You understand? I that's think, hard. Man, at 120, I don't know if that's possible. No, 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 it's possible. I don't know. I, I listen, and this is going to sound like the most bro thing I've ever said. Yeah, yeah. I listened to a podcast with Elon Musk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talks about extending age because they asked him, they said, are you going to invest in trying to live longer? And yeah. he said, no. He said, I have no desire. And I've said this before because the people that you want to, the people that you don't want living forever will be the first ones to have access to that new technology. Yes, you know, I, b- I believe this. Like tyrants. Yeah, yeah. Like the government. The, the, the just like how the rich get richer, yeah, the the shitty get older. Yeah, so they can afford to live longer. And and the problem is, is that old people don't change their mind; they just die. And so it's important to like sort of shed the skin. I've seen this podcast too, bro, and and change it. So I don't know, man. Like he even said, like one twenty is pushing it with just a human body. Like it it can't withstand. Man, we're not invincible. Our skin. I just discovered a new wrinkle in my forehead last week. <laughs> man, like... I actually discovered a wrinkle yeah. in my head too, man. And I got a... It's like a liver spot on my forehead. This this shit comes and goes. I don't know what, what that is. a liver spot? You ever seen this? No. No, this. Yeah, yeah. The mis, like It's like miscolored. You've seen that before on me? Oh, no. I've never seen that. No, no, no. It no. comes and goes. It. it comes and goes. Interesting. It's really weird, man. And I go to the doctor and they're like, oh, it's just a sunspot. I'm like, what the fuck's a sunspot? Like, that's something like a 90-year-old gets. You know what a liver spot is? No. Haven't you seen an old like white person and they've got like brown dots on them? Oh, shit. Is, you you, know, you got trigger- one of those? Didn't you? I don't know what this is, man. No, I know a lot of old people with those. On my forehead, it looks like I smashed my head against a door. <laughs> it's just brown. It looks like it's bruised. Also, let's talk about old men, okay? Why do old men look like they've like just seen the most horrific... Like, Have like, you seen their most horrific faces? Like their normal face is just horrified. No, it's just, I think it's the muscles. Your your muscles look like you're in the trenches of World War Two, bro. You're just no, but I also think that you're just like uh, like you like genuinely just, just don't give a shit. Imagine, imagine an old guy, okay, right now. I don't know which comedian said this, but it was like imagine an old guy and an old and and his wife. Okay, they're both in their eighties, eighty five. Yeah. Okay, the old guy's in his little khaki ass suit with a white shirt, you know, like and he's just like hunched with this like with this like gasping for air face that's just like it's just horrified. It's just he's seen, like, he looks like he was just tortured, okay? Uh-huh. And his, the wife is so happy and so, she's so cheerful and they're so cute. Like, these old white women, 
No. Yikes. No. That's because you were reading a text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that last part again? <laughs> the last part again. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. No, no, go ahead. Say it one more time. <laughs> Man, I got a text Bro, come through. Well, well, I was saying, if, if, <laughs> if you, you saw, heard, you saw if me you tune out. The, if you heard the confidence in my voice go down, yeah. it's because I saw his eyes go down on a text that he was reading. I can tell. And then he tells like, you no, know, the audacity to say no. The, the background audio was just like, you go, have you ever seen this? And, and like the old person. I'm like, okay, so say, say the second half of that. I just think old women are, specifically white women, are always so happy. They're cheerful, they're cute. They have yeah. cute, cute, curly little white hair, like cotton candy hair. Cotton candy hair. Okay, yeah. they're they're they look like having such a good time. Yeah. they go to bingo. They go yeah. bingo. Bingo. They, <laughs> they go to bingo. No, yeah, they're they're great. Man, you know, old people are cute as hell. Yeah, but the old men, specifically old white men, look horrified as shit. It looked like they they just they just saw their friend get nuked on or some shit you know? i think i know what you're saying but i think it's very specific have you ever seen a happy old man though the whistle game on them yeah, yeah 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 like wild but those are i don't know why in my head are always like of a different culture no like an italian man an italian man happy as shit. a white old man when you bring like your niece and nephew around well hello there squirt yeah come get the kid <laughs> creepy you know? motherfuckers no but like it's coming from a nice place you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm an old man. italian man with a little little, little hat that little uncle hat Oh, who, who does like a, like doesn't even say anything, <laughs> just a sound effect? Those motherfuckers whistle. Like like the kid walks in and you go, hey, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it like starts to smile. Rub their the hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give them a little nuggy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I, sometimes, if you had the option, okay, mm. um, to get a copy of your life's in a book, mm. would you want to read what happens next? Um. Yeah, of course. I think so. Yeah, I could, I could talk my shit and be like, no, no, no. I, I'd want to. I'd want to read. You would. It. And every time it happens, I'm like, oh, that motherfucking book. God damn. I don't know about no, but it would take it with the surprise of life, man. Completely. And in, uh, in the context that no matter what you do, that book is going to come true. You're telling me that book is in front of you. You won't read it. No. Because of the surprise of life. No, I think what I would maybe want to read is if there was an index on where the hardest part of my life will be. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, like, like, oh, just to get ready, just, just to know where I can live my life comfortably or because I think there's a side of me that obviously it's anxious that thinks, and your days are numbered. You hear these terrible stories of young people getting ALS. Yeah. And I think that's the worst way to go. And that is a slow death sentence Yeah, where your muscles start to give out and whatever. Worse than drowning. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And your whole family has to watch you lose just bodily functions, you know? So. Sometimes, like, I live my life going, wow, man, I'm 30 now, which is why I'm really gung-ho for this Austin thing because I'm like, I got to write my story while I still can. I don't have things tying me down here in Toronto. Mm. So I need to go. I need to live because you never know. And I'm telling you, this is this is a direct cause of aging. When I turned 30, my my aging brain flopped and went over to, Dan, man, we got we to make this life exciting. I yes. mean, I've had an exciting life, but we got to make this more exciting because you don't know when it's going to happen. Yo, for those of you not 30, it's, and I'm sure you've already experienced it, even if you're not 30, that drive is crazy. Yeah. Saying, you know, because you make up all these, like, it could be sometimes bullshit too. You make up all these, like, bullshit things of, like, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to be a millionaire by 30. I'm going to be 
the healthiest by 30. I'm going to be this by 30. And when you're not 32, this conversation is going to sound very old manish, like yeah. talking about age. But I'm telling you guys, like, I was just in my 20s. Yeah. And like, I, mean, I, mean, I say youthful guy. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily fit in with the, the average 29 or 30 year old. Yes. And I use that loosely because I hate what the average 30 year old is. <laughs> okay. So. I can just tell you from a guy that has that youthful, want to have fun all the time spirit. When I turned 30, I never thought I would have this where I'm like, oh man, I'm 30. I'm aging. Life is short. It's like, I just wish I could take someone in their 20s and just sort of give them a little taste of this to say, like, live your life. Do fun things. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Now, because what's going to happen is life, it's not even about uh, your body, but life and responsibilities start to come in way faster. You want to have a family. And as a guy, we don't have as much of a yeah uh, push for this. Biological time clock. Yeah, you yeah. want to have a family in your 30s is probably at some point when you're going to start. I mean, it's like I got 10 years of, not even, I've got like five years yeah. of solo Dan living his life, doing whatever he wants. Yeah. Man, that's intimidating as shit. Yeah, because especially because like even if you want to do the things, uh, let's say you haven't started social media, right? Let's right. say you've lived your life not starting social media. And I think you would have had a bad time like finding girlfriends and whatever or starting to start a family because you'd always have this thing of like, I've always wanted to start my social media. 100%. You know, and like, or, you know, whatever it is. Like, let's say Austin, you know? Yeah. If you had a family here, you wouldn't have the ability to maybe move to Austin so easily. Exactly. And then that would have given you this like resent, like resentfulness. Absolutely. To the family. Yeah. You, you never want to be the cause of someone holding back on a dream. Like, like if someone really wants to do something, the reason why it's so important that you push them to do it is because that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of us will, will try to convince, we'll make it so much better, they don't need that. But people have a calling that they've always wanted that's not going to go anywhere. It'll go dormant. Yeah. But the second things go dull, it's going to spark up again, and you can't fight that. Oof. You and can't you have a midlife that. crisis. Yeah, and then it's, and then, like, you know, they want to be single again and divorce. I don't know. Crazy. But just, isn't it so gangster if, like, your wife or whatever or, you know, husband or is like, yeah, let's do it, babe. Let's let's move to Austin. You know what I mean? And you thought, like, it's going to be like, nah, yeah. they wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. But, like, they're your wife. And I don't know. Uh, yeah. Can you picture what She's your... She's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's move to Austin. Let's go. Can you picture who... Us and the kids. Your life partner would be as two single guys. Yeah. Can uh, you... In your head, can you picture um, personality? Not even like who they are, but like personality-wise. Ooh, uh, um, personality. I, I'd, I'd want like a hard-headed person. Yeah. Just because I know all the people that I love in my life are hard-headed as shit. You'd want hard-headed. Yeah. That's interesting. Because, Why? man, I, I don't think relationships, like, you're not in the relationship to, to... To not be, like, I want the full person. You know what I mean? Even in friendships, to me, I want the full person. I wouldn't want to talk to you and, and get, like, a half-baked version of a right. person. You know, like, you specifically, I want to see the uniqueness in you. That, to me, is the greatest thing about people. When, like, people aren't dulling themselves down or trying to be someone they're not. So, to me, hard-headedness is, like, a, an extreme version. Not extreme version, but, like, a, the perfect version of that. It's, like... Hard-headedness, really. Yeah, because when you win them over and they change over, woo, that's no, a but big they, win. But like hard, hard-headed means uh, they're stubborn or it's very much their way is the only way. Yes. 
Yeah, but I'm not all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a hard-headed person. Like, you know, I, I think. I think you maybe know, you want a confident person. Confident person for sure. But no, even hard-headed. Like, it's just like, who do you want to w- wear the metaphorical pants? I don't know. I think um, on many, uh, on different actions, it's different people wear yeah. the pants. Sure. And I think there are like some gender roles in that. Yeah. Um, but also some non-gender roles. Like for me, like um, um, I'd imagine like administrative stuff. Yeah. Which maybe the guy is usually good at. I don't know. Um, like I'd, <laughs> I'd want my wife to be sick at administrative stuff. So you I, want to marry an accountant? Because I suck at that. You no, want a stubborn I, I, accountant? Genuinely, if it's up to me, my kids are not being enrolled. I'm missing the deadline to enroll them in school. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll give you one of those, eh? <laughs> yeah, you know, like how many deadlines have I missed? Yeah, yeah I can you know. So I, I need a, I need a wolf as a wife. A wolf wife. Yeah, there's a wolf wife out there looking for a shisha smoking Arab man. A sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have. I, one. Oh, bro, I would love to be like. A, I think I'd be a, such a good stay-at-home dad. This is the problem. I really think. Yeah, but would yeah. that be fulfilling? Would that be fulfilling for you, like, to be a stay-at-home dad? Like, wouldn't you? W- you know, like take like the most like housewives of L.A., but make me a guy. They need a, a husbands of L.A. Of, uh, yeah, but like, of they're just stay-at-home dads. Yeah, that'd be sick, bro. But there'd I, be no drama. I don't think there'd be any drama. No, I cook sick. Okay, always out with friends. You like, can't. I, you can't. That's not how this shit works. What do you mean? I'm as, a, as a stay-at-home dad, well, stay-at-home moms do this shit. A stay-at-home dad, you're going to have kids. Yeah, take care of the kids, you know, cook them, cook. <laughs> neglect them. <laughs> cook the kids? <laughs> yeah. Cook for them and shit, you know? And then, uh, and then you know, uh, evening, I have my friends over. And then just talk shit. Yeah. Yeah, you would be good at that, man. <laughs> that's I my, that, I don't know what stay-at-home moms do, but that's, it seems like what, that's what they do. Man, from like the stay-at-home moms that I know, I mean, my mom for a long time, like was that and has been that yeah. um, the administrative stuff that falls in your shoulders is wild. I'm telling you, my family wouldn't function the way it has without my mom doing what she did as a stay at home mom. Yeah. yeah. Like seriously, like, like planning flights, vacations, I love that uh, shit. summer camps. Like, I love that. Shit. You just said you don't, you just said you can't sign things up. No, I can't do it. Like I can't like, um, you know, if there's a deadline, I'd miss it. It's all deadlines. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the planning stage, I love that shit. You can't pick it, man. You want someone to do everything, and you just have to drink and talk shit. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to be a stay-at-home person. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what my life is going to be, man, and that's why like going to Austin is so exciting for me because I'm like, I'm open to whatever it is. Yeah. Because I don't know what's what's next. Genuinely, I don't know. But what I do know is that if I stayed here for another year, going through the motions... Uh, life is only going to get faster. And I already feel like life is getting really fast. Yes. And so I need new experiences to kind of slow it down and, and make it more fun. I like that. Exciting. Um, well, this was an interesting... Longest episode yet? I think so, man. This is an hour, six minutes right now. Jeez, who's so. Joe Rogan, bro? <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're a hotel employee, I would love to chat with you. Yes. Or if you have a really interesting job where there's a lot of funny, like, client, everyday person stories, I'd love to hear it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Love you.